arrived. We are broadcasting Raw Live from my ass. Boom, boom. I'd rather watch two old women slap my ass. <laughs> Woo. That's as tough as a chunk of my ass. Here comes the biggest ass. The big man is back. Jim Ross. 350 pounds. Say hello to my ass. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the greatest spectacle on earth. My ass. 30 men will enter. My ass. You know what I mean. The most important thing to a tag team is my ass. I totally agree with you, JR. Here you go, King. Kiss my ass. I wish you would jump on top of me, JR. It disgusts me to see my ass. My daughter's nursery rhymes are more aggressive than this. I can't help but look at the butt, JR. What? Welcome back to the Deep Six Wrestling Podcast. It is Thursday night, September 2nd. We are a few days away from AEW All Out this Sunday, live from Chicago. And we are here for our preview show, our preview and predictions for All Out. So kick back, relax, listen to us as we discuss what we think is going on on the show. And uh, yeah, if you're new here, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We're on all streaming services basically at this point. You can also find us on YouTube. Follow us over on Twitter to keep up to date with when we post our content as well as to interact with us. And you can see us at Deep Six Wrestling without the G. So D-E-E-P-R-E-S-T-L-I-N with an at in front of it, and then you'll find us. If you're new here as well, and you're wondering who's talking, I'm Pat, and I'm joined by... And I'm Joey. And we are part of the Deep Six Wrestling Podcast. There's also a few other members of our group. They're not here. We have Rob, Sam, Angelo, and Jake. We'll be going over their predictions for the pay-per-view as well, and then going over what the loop... So, without any time, let's start... Match on the call. Uh, part of the buy-in. It was originally the women's casino battle royal. New travel issues on the main card, and the buy-in is now a match between. Chosen uh, predictions. Uh, so Jurassic Express. I'm taking the dub here. I'm on that one. Uh, uh, but we'll start with actually predicting. Royal. Point. We know. Uh, there, when we predicted this, there was only. So, uh, uh, Reho is in the Battle Royal. But there is mysteries. And uh, so, yeah, so I'll start here. I chose Thunder Rosa to win the Battle Royal. Um, my thinking is, well, spoiler, uh, other people chose Ruby Soho, the former Ruby Riot. Everybody's assuming she's going to be the Joker in this thing with her vignettes that she's been posting on Twitter. It just kind of makes sense. But I don't see her immediately challenging Brit for the title because if she does, I feel like she would win it. So I've gone for Thunder Rosa, and I feel like the story that they could tell with this is that Britt could kind of dodge Rosa as a challenger until full gear, and then at full gear they could do Thunder Rosa and Britt uh, again. Uh, 
So um, that's my thinking. I'm very not confident on this one, as is the case with a lot of my picks for this show. But Thunder Rosa is who I picked. So, uh, Ryan, who'd you pick? So I did not think I did not go with Thunder Rosa. I went with Anna Jay. Uh, my thinking is that whoever wins this is not going to beat Britt. I think Britt holds this title for a while, or at least she should, depending on, like, I don't know, if she gets injured or something, because, I don't know, it seems like she's just often injured. Um, but I don't think the the company's losing faith in her. But if she, like, gets, like, a serious injury or a more serious injury than she has, then she's going to have to drop the belt to somebody. Um just think Anna Jay is a good baby face to give it to. She'll get a good reaction and she can lose on a random episode of dynamite or probably the Arthur Ashe show. Um, that's my guess. Okay. Joey. Um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go with Ruby Soho here. Um, I just think that this would put her over the top of the women's division, like instantly. Um, and, it did. It does say a future title shot. It doesn't give a date, so it could be any time in the future. They can always hold off on it um, until until uh, she's ready for it. Uh, that is yeah. true. That yeah, is so a... I'm just gonna go with uh, Ruby here. My thinking is though is uh, is that normally, and this is just based off of the past casino battle royals, is they normally give the uh, the match pretty quickly right after. Like, there hasn't been anybody that I can think of that was, like, other than uh, Paige when he won it, um, like, the fir- in the first one. Well, but that I was think... also because they didn't have TV. At the right. Time. But every other one has been, like, next week or in two weeks or whatever the next big show is. Uh, so that's why I'm thinking it's going to be for the Arthur Ashe show. Yeah, that's definitely a, a fair point because they are going to stack that show. Yeah. So... Um, as for the rest of the group, uh, Rob has chosen Ruby Soho. Sam has chosen Thunder Rosa. Jake has chosen Ruby Soho. And Angelo has taken Ty Conti. Uh, so, oh, um, okay. We have a split there, so everybody has not chosen yeah. the same. Good. Uh, I will say Ty Conti was actually my second pick, um, but I ended up going with Thunder Rosa. Yeah, Ty was my second pick as well. I, yeah, Thunder was going to be my second. Up next, we have a special singles match, interpromotional match. John Moxley is taking on New Japan legend Satoshi Kojima in a match that everybody is expecting John Moxley to win. And spoiler, so do we. Everybody has gone for John Moxley in this one. Um, I guess a better question is since I, I'm expecting this to be a, a solid match, I, but again, I don't think there's a chance Moxley takes the L here. Um, do you guys see somebody maybe showing up after the match to challenge Moxley for a future show? Or if not, where do you think Moxley goes from here? I have uh, Ryan, no, you can go first. I have no idea what the hell they do with John Moxley. Uh, I, this was, this was actually a tougher matchup than uh, it, I think, like, I think everybody's like saying, yeah, this is a gimme for Moxley, but I have no idea what the fuck they do with him. Because uh, he's not going back after Kenny, and the other thing I could see is, like I've been thinking about it for a bit, is he'll turn John Moxley and have him 
like just like lose to Kojima and like have him go like a downward spiral just like I hate everything just go monster like badass heel for him that was the only other thing I have I like, pray they, they don't do that I don't know I, I, I think Moxley works better as a, a heel or uh, like I, I just I've <laughs> given up I don't care about his character right now like I him and Eddie I, like I could care I could give two shits about as a, a like two best friends I don't care about that that's crazy like, like yeah, I, they're gonna, so good I'm gonna disagree with that but again you're entitled to your opinion I just don't think any company in their right mind should turn Moxley heel while while he's like one of the most over people in the company no yeah but there. at the same time I feel like he, he, if you have a baby face with no direction, and that's what I feel like Moxley has right now is no direction. Like he's currently been feuding or like complaining about New Japan. Not well, he has him direction matches. just in a, com- a different company. The very clear long term program with him is him and Tanahashi. Right, but like it's I just a matter of when. Yeah, and that's the issue. Is like he's he's gonna be the heel in that in that feud. Um. So like it, it would be it to me. It's weird when you have. Well, I mean, a working he's pretty or, clearly already like a tweener, but he's not in AEW. I disagree with that. The promo we cut the other week was extremely like blurring the lines. He was calling everybody out, and he didn't come off oh. as a nice guy at all. Um, I don't know. I just don't care about John Moxley currently. Um, solely because he's to me he's got no direction and. If things continue to get worse in the world, COVID-wise, at least in America, there's no way that uh, New Japan is going to let Tanahashi come to America. Um, even though Tanahashi keeps on like kind of, like doing these interviews and stuff, saying, "Oh, I want to come like every month to America to defend the title," or uh, at some points weekly, like there's no way New Japan would be like sending their biggest star to America and possibly get locked in uh, and risk getting COVID. Um, there's no chance in hell that they would do that. Um, I wouldn't so, be so sure about that. Uh, New, New Japan's handling of the pandemic has been questionable for quite a while, and they did put the U.S. title on him and are most likely going to start advertising him for U.S. shows shortly um, here in the fall. Uh, and again, let's not so act like the COVID Tanahashi, situation in so Japan. You think, is like, so you think Tanahashi's missing the V one? I think there's a possibility of it. Um, I wouldn't bet strongly on it because New Japan doesn't have too many American shows until October. Um, and the big one that they have is in November, which I do think he'll be at. Uh, okay. So I think they have time. I again, I don't. Put too much word that Tanahashi would get over. Oh well. Um, but yeah, Joey, what about you? Who do you? What do you think Moxley does from here? Um, anything specific? Yeah. See, I think he does have a direction. Actually, I I think he can you know go through a bunch of New Japan guys and until he you know meets Tanahashi uh, for like a big show or something. Um. Yeah, that's just pretty much how I see uh, Moxley being used right now. He can you know go wrestle and strong for a bit. Or, you know, do stuff here and there on Dynamite with, like, New Japan guys and stuff. So, yeah. Fair enough. Um, 
Yeah, I definitely think for the, at least the fall, um, I think Moxley will probably he'll he'll make appearances on AEW because obviously he's an AEW guy first. But I think m- you'll more likely see him doing more with New Japan, um, which I'm perfectly fine with. Um, him making appearances on like Strong and stuff is definitely a, a good thing for that show. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, if I was going to take a guess of who I think his next, uh, American opponent would be, I, I do think the obvious answer is Minoru Suzuki. Yep. Um, I would not be totally shocked if after he beats Kojima, we hear Suzuki's theme and he comes out at all out. That'd be fun. Um, I think that would be a really cool moment. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Up next, another special singles match. Paul White, tall Paul takes on QT Marshall, Ryan's favorite professional wrestler. Um, I love QT. He actively stood up when we went to Six Flags to see him, and had a, he was the one person with a sign and said, "Marry me, QT." And QT Marshall came into the crowd, and him and Ryan are now engaged, and Ryan has joined the factory. Yeah, it's so, true. I wish um, he's wearing that his, is uh, that is a story jacket right now. I believe. Oh, he was, I one, he was one of those random people in the ring this week um that were yeah. with the factory factory members oh there's yeah. there's i didn't watch aw this week so i've got yeah. no idea what happened they're probably like they're like trainees probably yeah Ryan also missed his yeah. new favorite storyline where the gun club turned heel and tony shivani started screaming that austin and colton gun are scumbags they, well i mean i thought they were scumbags anyway <laughs> Anyway, Tall Paul makes his AEW in-ring debut. They did an injury angle on the show, so we're now supposed to question if he'll make it to the pay-per-view, which we'll get to a little bit later. We did a bonus question in case he does get pulled, but uh, we still predicted the match. So Paul White versus QT Marshall. Everybody but one person chose Paul White, and that person was Angelo. Angelo went for QT Marshall. Oh, uh, I would boy. love to know why he chose QT in this one, but sure. I'm assuming maybe he went because Paul's injured in storyline that QT's going to steal a win here. I don't know. I'm, I have I no te- idea. I just texted Angelo asking him. Okay. Why. So if if we get an answer, uh, we will let you know. But we should move on. Uh, or I guess I can ask a question, Ryan. Do you think you're going to see? What do you think, Paul? Do you think Paul White does like gets a storyline from here after this, or is it just like a random one off? Like, so let me ask this question because I'm, I'm confused by your question. Like, going forward from this match, if Paul White does wrestle, does yeah. he get a storyline? Yeah, like, does he does he become like a normal wrestling character on the show who is involved in like storylines, or is this just like a, a special attraction? I think it's a special attraction. However. The only way I want Paul White to stay in a storyline right now would be to put over a go-go if a go-go comes back uh, soon, because that would be great. That would be a huge. That would be a huge comeback for him to be to beat like a legend like Paul. Yeah. Um, the other match then, I think I want to see is before I, I'm cutting you off, just so I can make sure in case you say the same thing. I do want to see. Uh, if we're doing another big man match, I would like to see Lance Archer and Paul White. Um, I just think that'd be, that'd a, be a good one. match. Um, I also wouldn't. I wouldn't be against him versus Camarado, okay. just because I think Camarado. Um, 
I, I, every time Camarado's been in the ring, I've thoroughly enjoyed his matches. Him versus Moxley was really good. Yeah, never um, forget. Him versus Dustin was pretty good. It was just weird. Um, yeah, the one thing I think they would need to do is take the men out of the factory because at the moment nobody cares about him. That's the issue is I think that nobody – like I like the idea of the factory of like the people who like don't fit the mo- the – clean baby face cut of the nightmare family that Cody has. The issue is that no, a large percentage of the people who watch AEW seem to hate Cody Rhodes and everything associated with Cody Rhodes. Whoa, whoa. That's actually a very hot take. If you listen to any reaction that man gets, he never gets booed at shows. It's people online who dislike him, but yes. that's a small minority yeah. of the people who watch It's a very show. vocal minority. Yeah, but when you go to a when you watch AEW, Cody is very over nearly every single. There's show. not many people that are like booed though. Like the only people that are, booed, I mean, MJF Cody, gets booed. Yes, but that's because MJF is the best heel in any company in wrestling. Yeah, uh, but again, if people didn't that. like Cody, they um, would boo him. I think people like and but like people like MJF, they just like to hate him. Like I, I think. Yeah, the, but but my like point Cody, is that Cody threw, Cody throughout the whole Malachi thing was getting booed. Like when he lost, there was a huge cheer for him losing. Yeah, but it wasn't because they dislike Cody. It's because everybody likes Malachi. Yeah, you're not going to boo the hot new toy that just jumped ship from uh, WWE. I mean, you should like if it's proper storytelling, you should. But he's like a cool character, like he and he has a cool look. It's like Bray Wyatt with the Fiend. People always cheered the Fiend when he came out. I I don't know. I will continue to say that if like I think that if if like. I know we had this conversation about like, oh, you, you shouldn't turn new people, like people who are returning heel right away, like Becky and uh, Seth and stuff. But like, if it's a good storyline, it works. Yeah. And um, again, Angelo is has, a heel. Yeah. Angelo has texted back. He said, I am expecting a major swerve, damn it. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, he's he's he's, he's know, in the middle. The, right. <laughs> the show is already going to have one old ex WWE guy beating an AEW homegrown talent. So why do it again? Um, my only thing is that Paul White beating QT Marshall is different than Jericho beating MJF. Um, uh-huh. QT okay, Marshall is like an older guy, and I don't think he I don't think he needs to be put over. Yeah, um, but back to what I was saying, I, I just feel like the factory just needs somebody. Like the QT isn't the guy to be the leader of the factory to make it no, succeed. Absolutely, absolutely not. It should be Colton Gunn. No, the Joey. Max. You know, I I hate Max. the Gun Club. I hate everything about the Gun Club, and them joining <laughs> the factory has made it so much. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa! Officially, they have not joined the factory. They helped. They helped QT, but they didn't stand with him. They left. Um, so it's not very clear what their direction is. They might just be turning heel. Um, but okay, well, if that's the case, that's even worse. Because um, I I didn't care about the Gun Club already. If they're going to be a solo act, that's like, hey, we're not with the factory. We just hate. Well, the no. reasoning for the reasoning <laughs> that the, that Colin and Austin have given on Twitter for their heel turn makes sense in storyline. 
Um, I still don't understand why they would have attacked Paul, but uh, yeah, the, their, their the idea point. of being of saying we haven't gotten a, a title shot, a title shot, like the record. Yeah, Paul White has nothing to do with Paul White is apparently Tony Khan. So, <laughs> like, you right, just might have been a, it just might have been like a a wrong person, wrong time. You know? Yeah. Um, Joey, um, what, what about you? Is there anything you would like to see Paul White do after this match? Um, so I think this this will probably be a uh, one off for him for a while, uh, but I do think he's going to address uh, Billy. Um, I think him and Billy Gunn or are gonna have a a feud, a oh, little mini feud. <laughs> I hate you. Christ. I mean, he's gonna want to get his revenge, you. right? Oh, like Christ. he's gonna want to get his revenge. Um, he's not just he's not gonna just let them attack, like you know him be attacked by them you know he's not just gonna like let it go i feel like so um i think it's gonna go down like down the line we're gonna get uh billy and and show or white sorry i don't um, know how i feel about that one. Oh yeah i don't feel any type of way towards it honestly <laughs> um but i'm just trying to i'm just predicting what i think yeah happen. no that's fair uh um, ho- no i hope it's revealed that billy gun yeah. is actually acting on the word of somebody else and it is or revealed actually, that it is a returning Yoshitatsu. Oh, you know, <laughs> honestly, it couldn't even. It doesn't even have to be a feud. It can just be like, like uh, Paul just like getting them back. Like, uh, like the Gun Club will finally get their their title shot, and then Paul will screw them. Yeah, Paul White uh, comes out and somehow choke slams Billy Gunn by choking his ass. He just <laughs> choke holds his ass and then throws him away. Yeah, I really, yeah, ho- I really hope that the Gun Club of all teams is gonna end up like being the ones to beat the young bucks well that just wouldn't make a lick of sense why would you have a heel team that hasn't been on dynamo no no you're turning, you're turning the young bucks baby face oh okay uh, just, right, like, just like how they how they turned heel just to turn baby face two weeks later yeah we uh we don't talk about that um <laughs> up next we have the final fight chris jericho versus mjf if chris jericho loses he will retire from in-ring competition within aew i think they've actually done a very good job with having it be he'll retire from aew because then it leave it puts in like the the thing of oh he's just gonna retire here and then leave and go wrestle in wwe to end his career um, I think it makes it a little more interesting than saying Jericho would retire permanently because I don't think many people would buy that. Um, so I do appreciate that they they basically said he would just retire and then go do commentary until basically his contract's done. Um, Joey, I'll let you start. Who'd you pick, buddy? Uh, this was kind of this was actually tough because like I just thought about different like uh, scenarios in my head. Um, but I ultimately chose um, Chris Jericho to win this one. Um, my only argument I could I could use with for MJF to win this is that like um, I'm losing my train of thought. Sorry, um, <laughs> too much psycho. Jericho, buddy. oh, that Jericho can like you know go to commentary for a little bit, but then like find a they can like find a way for him to wrestle again but then i'm thinking about how they treat cody with you know wrestling for the world title and how they never revisit that like they've never like made like made a like a workaround for that so it seems like aw is pretty true to their to, to their word so that's why i chose ultimately chose chris jericho because um i just don't see him like done with wrestling 
uh, especially in AEW. Um, so yeah, I'm just gonna go with Jericho here. Okay. Um, Ryan, who'd you go for? So this was a tough one for me. I went with Chris Jericho, uh, but I wanted to go with MJF because I really think that it would make it so much better if Jericho never wrestled again in AEW, just because I think that would be a shock ending. But I don't want Jericho ever to be on commentary, ever. Um, So I'm wishing that Jericho wins this match. However, like you pointed out that there's some good ideas, and not even with the, like, oh, he can work out his contract, leave, go to WWE. But, like, he could still wrestle in New Japan. He could, like, show up at, like, other random places. Um, The other thing I went, like, I, I didn't see actually winning this match, though. Um, I was, it was between, uh, or it was between Jericho winning this match or Jericho drawing this match, because I think it would be a really good storyline to be like MJF has never lost to Jericho. And like, he just gets to continue wrestling just because he like kind of got a loophole kind of, um, but he'll always have to like, it would be a good, like thing for MJF to be like, you still haven't beaten me, and they can revisit that later down the line. Yeah. Um, I think there is some interesting things to do either way with Jericho winning or losing. I've also gone for Chris Jericho taking the win here. Um, as much as I think it would be a fitting um, like bow to end this with having MJF retire Jericho, I personally don't think it's time for him to retire. Uh, Jericho gave some mixed performances over the last year, but I feel like seeing the labors of Jericho, I thought he gave some genuinely really good in-ring performances in all of those matches. Um, And like, again, the fact that he had a super entertaining match with Sean Spears, a match that I don't think anybody was really looking forward to. um, And it ended up being a really good way to kickstart this thing. And then obviously Mm -hmm. the death match with Nick Gage uh, and the match with MJF was also just fantastic. Um, so mm-hmm. I still think Jericho's got a bit left in the tank. So I don't think Jericho should lose here. Um, and I don't think a loss hurts MJF, a man who is like arguably one of the most protected people in this company. Um, like legitimately MJF has like one of the best records. Like he just doesn't really get pinned or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would argue he probably is more protected. Like he's on the level of protection as like Kenny at this point. Like they, they keep him looking very strong always. So I don't think him taking a loss to Jericho here really hurts. Um, and with how I see a lot of the rest of the show going, I feel like we'd need a big, strong baby face win. Um, so I think Jericho winning makes sense. So that's why I've gone for him. But if he does lose and does the commentary route, I do think there's a way the AEW down the line can work him back in for like some special attraction matches without going back on the stipulation. Um, because as we've heard with uh, unsanctioned and lights out matches, it's not sanctioned by AEW and it doesn't count for win loss. So theoretically Jericho could come out for a lights out or an unsanctioned match down the line. Um, if he does retire technically um, and that would, you know, technically not count as him wrestling in AEW. So, mm. um, yeah, 
but either way, I'm actually looking forward to this more than I expected. So uh, props to Jericho and MJF for this, because this has been a really solid story. As for everybody else, Sam, Rob, and Angelo have gone for Chris Jericho, and Jake is the sole man who has chosen MJF. Be big for him. Uh, yeah, that could be a big one. Up next, we have the TNT Championship match. Miro takes on Eddie Kingston. Everybody has chosen Miro to retain here. I will say this was kind of hard for me as we get into the end of the show here because we have four championship matches. All of the champions are heel. And I, it just it feels like it would be weird to me if all of the heels retained on this show. I wouldn't be mad about it. I just... I. Like, from a booking standpoint, it kind of feels weird to me. So uh, I was really struggling between this and the tag title match on if I thought they would maybe do a shock title change. Um, But, yeah. So Miro, everybody has. Um, Do you guys have anything? Who do you – this could be an early prediction. Uh, Ryan, do you have anybody you think Miro could drop the title to? Ryan. Okay. Okay. Um, That's a fair one. My other – this was tough for me. This is the only tough – title change for me was this Um, because like I said earlier thought about having Moxley turn heel and having Eddie win like do like have like a set like a rematch against Miro beat Miro again and then Moxley just snap because he's like on a losing streak and now Eddie's the bigger guy deal than him Okay, that's a fair one, I guess. And that'd be a that'd be a fun fun matchup, and it would get Moxley out of this whole limbo stage of being like not having a title or not being a, like a major feud. Like currently, his his feud is with people who do not win matches in three and Daniel Garcia. Okay, uh, Joey. Uh yeah. Um, did we all pick Miro? Everybody chose Miro. Okay, yeah, I just don't think it's. I think it's too soon for uh, Miro to lose. Um, I feel like he's really, uh, you know, like peaking as a as champion and on his character and stuff. Um, but I can see, um, I can see Sammy honestly beating Miro for it down the line. Um, I'd say Sammy's been like one of the most consistent like wrestlers in AEW, and it'd be a nice way to you know reward him for uh like with uh finally getting some gold um yeah okay okay um i think sammy's a good choice i also think danielson would be a good choice um when he comes in if they wanted to but i still think danielson's first program um will and should probably be against um omega so i'm i'm standing by that um, but I wouldn't be upset with either of those. What's your call? My other thing is I just feel like Miro hasn't, like, other than beating Archer, he, because he beat Archer, right? He did. That's the only big match he, I feel like he's had. Correct. He, yeah. He, this is his first actual, like, big match, really, since then. And like that's not, had, a, that's, the, I will, I will say real quick. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think they've done an excellent job building him up as a monster by just yeah. murdering like all these smaller, younger guys. Yeah, um, and, and like it, up... he hasn't had like bad. And was a good match. It was just yeah. nobody saw a tag team person beating Miro. 
Um, no, and again, but and I think that there was it's definitely paid off in building him up this way because his promos have really been great. This whole new mm-hmm. character direction is great. And just the way that he's made everybody look in his matches is really good. So I think giving him a big match here with Kingston is, is definitely a good move. Yeah. Um, and I, again, I don't think Eddie will be hurt by the loss. And in the wild off chance that Miro does lose, I don't think it would necessarily hurt him because I think he would just come back even more crazed and would probably win the title right back. Yeah. Um, right. But I, again, I'm with you. I don't think Miro should lose here um, with no. it being his like first big match since Archer. Yeah. And Miro, like, I don't know. I feel like Miro getting this win, like, I I guess you could, like, throw Moxley in to, like, defend, like, his uh, Eddie. Like, if Eddie loses and, like, Miro just keeps on beating him, that could be, like, Moxley's next thing. So, oh, like, Miro and Moxley would actually be a pretty fun program. Yeah. I would not be opposed yeah. with that, actually. Yeah. Um, um, I do want to say I I do want to throw my prediction out that I think we do see CJ um, Miro's wife, former Lana. I think we see her either at this show or Dynamite next week, as like a um, talent or just at ringside or something. Either or. Um, I really think that adding her back as Miro's manager would probably be a strong move. Um, I'm not saying she has to do the talking, but I just think as a presentation, them together has always been really good so i don't think there's any harm by putting her with him especially since he keeps referencing her in promos yeah um she can do some talking because lana is when she's just being herself she's a pretty talented talker when she's not having to do love angles um what, you don't want her to do a love angle with eddie kingston and john moxley <laughs> no oh uh, so I, I would not be opposed to that. And I think we are more than likely heading towards it. So I wouldn't be shocked if we get it either at the pay-per-view um, or next week on Dynamite. Oh, man. Moving on, the steel cage match for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. The Young Bucks are defending against their longtime rivals, the Lucha Brothers. Uh, do, do, do. Ryan, you can start. I have the Young Bucks. Um, I think that the steel cage is made obvious for this whole idea Nobody can get involved in this match, but somebody is clearly going to get involved in this match. Um, again, I didn't watch AEW, but I saw like the thing with like Tony Khan getting mad at the Young Bucks after the show, and the Young Bucks like teasing that they stole the keys to the cage. Makes no sense, really, that like there's only one copy of the keys and somehow the young bucks were able to get it and nobody's going to be able to find it for five days or whatever. Um, but whatever. Um, I think this is where Adam Cole makes his debut or like something's going to happen for the Lucha Bros not to win this match. Cause my other thinking was Andrade, but like, Andrade getting involved in screwing the Lucha Brothers doesn't really make sense. Okay. Unless um, you're going to go with this ultra heel Andrade where he's like, I'm not going to let you guys win championships unless you join me, which would be stupid. Fair enough. Uh, Joey, you want to go? Um. Yeah. Uh, this one was kind of hard, honestly. Um, but I'm going to go with the Bucks. Um, and I just don't, 
with the whole how the elite's going now, I just they're really strong, and I just don't see them losing here. Um, as much as I would love to see the Lucha Bros uh, win the titles, you know they really deserve them, um, and I think they'll that will eventually happen. Um, but I don't think it's their time right now, and I don't think it's the Bucks' time to lose. Uh, but I'm looking very, I'm really looking forward to the match because it's going to be insane. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely a fair one. I have uh, gone for the Lucha Brothers. I really, again, as I've as I've stated, I just found it kind of hard to sit down here and put all heels retaining their titles. Uh, so I I buckled and I went with the Lucha Brothers. I am not confident in this because I, <laughs> I for the longest time I've just been thinking that Proud and Powerful are going to get the title shot at Arthur Ashe and win it in New York. Um. Personally, I still think that's going to happen, but I needed to just have some release here and, and pick a title change. So out of all the title matches, I went with the Lucha Brothers here. Um, so I have the Lucha Brothers winning this. Um, and I'm not alone. Angelo has also chosen the Lucha Brothers. Okay. Uh, but Rob, Sam, and Jake have also all gone for the Young Bucks. So it is a split. Um with me and Angelo on Lucha Brothers Island and you guys all with the Young Bucks. Um, moving on, the Women's World Championship match, Chris Statlander versus Britt Baker. Uh, I was assuming everybody was choosing Britt Baker here. I was wrong, apparently. Really? Uh, everybody but one person chose Britt Baker, and the person who did not choose Britt Baker is not on the podcast, so... Rob, Sam, myself, Ryan, Joey, and Angelo have chosen Britt Baker. <laughs> Holy shit. Jake has chosen Chris Statlander. So, oh, my uh, God. So, wait. So, Jake has Statlander and He does. Does Jake um, do any research? I, I have no uh, idea. Like, I don't know, dude. Hey, man, that, that's on him. That's just another punishment. Heading into our main event, the A or well, one of our two main events, not sure which is closing the show, but we have the AEW World Championship on the line. Kenny Omega, AEW World Champion, takes on Impact World Champion Christian Cage. This is another match where I thought everybody would choose Kenny Omega and one person did not. <clears throat> so Rob, Angelo, Jake, Joey, Ryan. And myself have chosen Kenny Omega. Sam has chosen Christian Cage. Mm. Uh, I asked him why, and I was not given a reason. Nice. Um, so, uh, and then we head to our other potential main event with CM Punk returning to the ring in the first time in seven years. Taking on Darby Allen. Everybody has chosen CM Punk. I'm surprised nobody took the bait for Darby Allen. But I was. This was the toughest. This this was the second toughest call for me. Oh, okay, interesting. You want to share why you uh, think Darby has a shot? Um, because Punk keeps on like talking about how like he wants to like he's like so happy about like AEW like trying to focus on homegrown people and younger talent and like that he really likes the passion and everything and it would be an interesting storyline with punk being like oh like i, I want to be able to go against darby and be like to see like if i can still go and immediately lose in front of his hometown crowd um 
I think it would be very interesting to see where Punk would go. I still think that Punk as a heel is better than Punk as a babyface. And I know it's impossible to turn him like truly heel, but have him with like, I've said it before that I want him. The only thing I can think of of why Daniel Garcia and 2.0 keep on getting these big things is that they've got something huge planned for them and having like punk, like team up with them and be like their leader think to give them a little more direction and lead them to like big wins and like leading them to how to get wins would be good. I I just don't know what, like, I don't know. I, I, you can't turn punk heel at this point. I don't think. I don't think they should. No, but I don't know. It'd be, it'd be more compelling than him just being like, I'm just going to call out random people and see if I can still go. Can I still go? Who knows? I'd, I'd say yes, but it also is very compelling already just to see CM Punk back in wrestling and seemingly like having his joy and love for the, the whole thing back after yeah. it was kind of killed. Yeah. Uh, eventually, yes, it will grow old and he'll need something new. But for now, I think everybody's content just having him back. I mean, I mean, he said it himself on, on Dynamite that he knows it's going to grow old. Yeah. So he's, he's um, well aware. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll see. Joey, you got anything you want to say about this? Uh, yeah, I I just can't see Punk losing his first match back in seven years, um, especially in Chicago. Um, I feel like that would, might be disastrous if if he were, they were to have him lose. Uh, I feel that feel like that crowd would not be very pleased, and they I'd would say, probably I'd... boo the shit out of Darby for the wrong reasons. But I'd say yes, but I also don't think they would boo Darby again. I don't think they're gonna do it, but the crowd seems to be very like when Darby comes out and faces like come like basically anytime they've done these segments, the crowd still cheers Darby. They haven't booed either of them. No. Darby is like one of the other most like over like baby faces in the company. Yeah, I just um, I just mean if like Punk were to lose, I don't know. Yeah, I still don't. I think you'd have some people booing, but I still think as long as the match is good, I think the the fans would be like respectful of it. Yeah. Um. But again, I don't. I don't think we'll. Uh. I don't think we'll go that route. I do think it's pretty safe to say Punk uh, wins this one. Yeah, and I feel like there's enough goodwill towards Punk that they'll be like, well, Punk probably has creative, somewhat creative control over this. So people would be like, okay, well, Punk, there's something bigger going on. Like, I don't yeah. think, like, the average person, like, if Punk loses to Darby Allen, isn't going to be like, well, he's buried. Um, right. Like, that, the, yeah, if anybody said that, that'd be very questionable. <laughs> like, obviously, you'll have people who are like, oh, like, I don't watch the product. So I just saw that. CM Punk lost to some loser named Darby Allen who cosplays a sting. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I I think that AEW's done like they've they've failed in a few storylines, but for the most part, they do long term storytelling very well. Agreed. All right, and that brings us to the bonus section of our predictions. So first up, we have to decide how we're uh, doing our tiebreaker, uh, which was uh, how long will CM Punk versus Darby Allen last? And so I'll just go through the list here. Rob chose 15 minutes even. Sam chose 21 minutes and one second. I chose 14 minutes and 14 seconds. Ryan chose 15 minutes and 51 seconds. 
Joey did 2109. Hold on, Jake, can, you, can you repeat what Sam's was? Sam did 2101. Joey did 2109. <laughs> nice. Um, Jake did 846. And Angelo <laughs> did 15. <laughs> Angelo did 1538. Uh, Eight so, minutes? <laughs> well, t- round up to nine. I don't think Jake is too far off. I don't think this is going to be terribly, like, super long. This is Punk's no. first match back in t- uh, seven years. Um, and I-, I feel like this will probably be, I think, I think. It'll be under 15 minutes, to be honest. It's not going to be under 10 minutes, though. I had two ideas for this. I thought about going with a super long time of 30 minutes even because I I could see it going to a draw. Puts both guys super over. They haven't done a draw in a long time. The last person that I can think of that did a draw was... Dar- like the most famous one is Darby versus Cody. Cody, yeah, shit, I forgot about. And that, that would be a huge deal for Darby. Like, yeah, to go to the distance with Punk, but it would also be a huge deal for <laughs> Punk to say, "I can still go." Yeah, that's that not, was what I. You know what? About. That's that's actually a fair point. Uh, that's not out of the realm of possibility. That's a good. That's a good prediction, even if you're not going yeah. with it. Because no, you can't boo that. Like, I mean, maybe people boo it because they don't like draws, but that's a huge way to put both guys over. Yes. All right. Uh, moving on to our actual bonus questions. There's four of them for this pay per view. The first one is if Paul White gets pulled from his match against QT Marshall. Who replaces him? Uh, Joey, I want you to break the ice here because I've been waiting to hear you say your pick because as soon as I saw this, I need it. (laughs) Okay, so this was like the last, like, uh, I don't know. This was like the last question or like like prediction I was working on. Really trying to think. I was like, like, I don't fucking know. Like, I had no idea who to choose. So what do you do when you have nothing to choose? You just give the most random prediction ever. And um, I am going to go with the king himself. Um, He has held a title for 1,052 days. (laughs) The king, Brian Anthony of Northeast Wrestling. There you go. That's it. Look him uh, up. I know who he is. Look him up. Yeah, I have gone for Wyndham Rotunda, uh, the former Bray Wyatt. Um, I honestly couldn't think of anybody else for this one, uh, so I just chose him. I feel like that would be even if it was just a one-off, be a cool appearance. Mm-hmm. Um. I can confirm that Sam wrote in Brian Danielson. I don't fucking know, Pat, uh, for his answer. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Jake wrote in John Cena. <laughs> I mean, see? <laughs> okay. And the last three people all chose the same person. Ryan, Rob, and Angelo all did Braun Strowman, Adam Scher. Can I I change mine? Do you want to change yours? Yes. Oh, Oh, this might be the first ever. Now that I know that other people did this, I don't want it anymore. Oh. I thought I'd be the only one to do this, so that's fine. Okay, well, hurry up. You got to pick somebody. Mark Henry. Mark Henry. Oh, 
Okay. Because Mark has already said that he's got more in the tank. And he's best friends with the big show, Paul White. There you go. Be like, oh, you hurt my friend. Someone's going to get their wig split. I can confirm. (laughs) Yeah, he's going to do that. (laughs) Rob also originally wrote in something different before Braun Strowman, but asked me to change it for him. He originally wrote in our friend Joe Sansone as a joke answer. (laughs) And then texted me immediately after saying, I submitted... But then I thought of an actual answer. So can I change it to Braun? So, okay. Uh, so, first, am I good with my Mark Henry pick? Yes, you're fine to good. put Mark Henry. Bonus question number two: Will Brian Danielson debut on uh, during All Out? Rob, Sam, Pat, Joey, Jake, and Angelo all said yes. Ryan said no. Yes. Okay, any elaboration? (laughs) Yes. I think that this has been a ploy by AEW. uh, That they know that they they let the cat out of the bag with CM Punk on purpose. Like Tony and Punk brought it up. I think this is Tony throwing a little dart out there and been like, all right, people keep on saying Danielson's going to show up at... Uh, at Arthur Ashe, let's say that we're changing plans and moving him up to All Out. I think he's still showing up at uh, Arthur Ashe. That is my guess. Okay. Uh, I think that this is just AEW playing a little joke, moving things around to try to be like, get more eyes on a big show and throw a different surprise person out there than the person that is made the rumors this like the last week and a half. Alright. Um fair enough. Uh our other bonus question we have is uh or sorry we have two more. Uh will Adam Cole debut on the pay per view? Uh we have more splits here. I will start I said no. Um I think if anything Danielson debuts on the show and they save Cole for Arthur Ash. But I will say I have put in thought and I, I do think that there is some bit of substance to thinking that we could see Cole debut in the Steel Cage match. But we uh, t- only time will tell. So uh, I said no. Sam said no. Angelo said no. Rob said yes. Jake said yes. Ryan and Joey, you both said yes. Do you want to talk about your picks? Uh, I said that it was going to be the Steel Cage match helping the Bucks. Because... Um, Cole's somebody who he can be a heel and nobody's going to boo him. Okay. Um, Joey? Yeah, Cole's going to debut in, uh, and, and screw Chris Statlander. No. Um, I, I'm going with Ryan's thinking. I actually thought the same thing as well. Um, so that's where I think he is placed. Okay. Um, it makes a lot of sense, you know, because, yeah. And our final bonus question, outside of Adam Cole and Brian Danielson, will there be any surprise appearances or debuts on the pay-per-view? Sam asked for a qualification on this, asking if celebrities counted, and then he ended up choosing yes, so I'm a bit confused about why he wanted clarification, because I told him, no, they don't count. 
And so I, no, you said they don't count unless they they're are involved. involved in a storyline. Uh, yeah, so yeah, so I guess he is assuming a celebrity is involved in a storyline. He thinks um, John Stewart is showing back up, or maybe Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> yeah, Shaq is going to be the person to replace Big Show. Oh Jesus! Oh man, that, maybe, already... that, that's actually not like a totally out there one. He's I, already, he I already personally... took. He already took help take out Cody. Now he's going and being a baby face and taking out QT for Cody. I yeah. actually personally see Shaq showing up after uh, QT and and Paul to challenge him. Okay, that's not a... To challenge not, QT a, or Paul? No, Paul. No, Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Shaq, that's, yeah, Shaq wants to come back to AEW to wrestle QT Marshall. So we shall... No, he's, a, he's, actually, he's actually coming out during the Women's Battle Royal to challenge Mark Sterling to a match. Ryan, Ooh. I would like to clarify here because you are the only person who chose no for this. Yeah. Are you sticking with No. Why wouldn't I? Like what? Oh, I, 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 Mark Henry wouldn't count. No, not Mark Ruby. She's not announced for the battle royal, but I thought it said other than the battle royal. I don't know, man. Said, he's says, already got a change. He's you gonna, He's already. I'm just verifying here that he understands. No, the writing says outside of Cole and Brian, will there be any surprise appearances oh. or, or or debuts? Okay, no, no, okay. Okay, you're sticking with no? Yeah. I, I, okay. I, as Joey said, I already have one change, so. That is, come on, it'd be fair. Unless you want to not choose Mark Henry and you want to switch it with, with the obvious. With a clear point. I feel like I would have kept broad because there's a chance that match doesn't change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, say... I don't think it's going to change at all. Right. So I yeah. So why? So why would you say you change it back to? I feel like you should take the the yes there will be. Yes, there will be because we all know Ruby's going to be in that match. Yeah, you should probably take that one instead. I mean, okay. If you guys want, you guys have some kind of. (laughs) I'm just trying to help you. (laughs) Unless you're onto something. I hope I hope we know that if if Ryan changes this and t- take changes the no to a yes, guaranteed Ruby's gonna like get injured before the show, get pulled. They're gonna put Vicky Guerrero in, and then Mark Henry's gonna face QT Marshall, and Ryan's, Vicky gonna, claim we, Ryan's gonna claim we fucked on him. I'll take I'll take the yes and keep Adam share. Okay, there we go. Hold on, I've got a question. Who wrote Titan? Nobody wrote Titan. I was just saying because that's how I keep referring to him. Yeah, because he keeps on saying he keeps on like hashtagging Titan. Titan, so. yeah. So I keep saying that that's going to be his wrestling name is Titan. Oh, okay. I hope not. I just want Adam Shear as far away from Impact Wrestling as possible. Well, unfortunately, I don't see that being the case. I think he's going to Ring of Honor. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's a that's a weird one. I just don't. I want him anywhere except in fact. All right, AEW would be perfect for him no, because no, it it's, it's far away from Impact. It's not really that far away. They have a working relationship. Yeah, but nobody, no, nobody other than Kenny comes over. Frankie, and, Christian. Yeah, well, they were all involved. Kenny. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> unless, you, unless we want Adam Shear versus Kenny. No, I'm good. The last thing we have is our punishment. The two options were Applebee's. Yum. The loser would have to recreate the Applebee's ad that plays during Dynamite with the TikTok 
dances and the awful country hip hop song. And what? what I dubbed, I am. What do you mean? You've never seen, you've seen the commercial? <laughs> oh, That's dude, what the, it's the yeah, worst song thought, ever. Dude. I thought I thought the commercial you were talking about was the WWE Applebee's commercial. Oh no, <laughs> That's no that doesn't air during was. Dynamite. <laughs> I didn't. I don't know. It was wrestling. Really. Okay. The other predictor punishment and the one that won because only one person voted for Applebee's <laughs> is I am all out. Uh, the loser will record a 10-minute video for our YouTube channel in which they will have to go on a long-winded rant about being all out of something. Whatever it is, that's up for them <laughs> to decide. But during said video, they will have to place the blame on three things, and those are the Gun Club's heel turn, Arby's infamous pecan sandwich, and wrestling from the 1980s and early 1990s. And that is what won, so whoever loses will have to find a way to make a 10-minute video about that. So props to them. I love that. The last thing that I have to say is we do the Deep Six Lottery for our predictions, so I guess I should go over what we did for those. So what we have is do do, do uh, basically... Everybody's assigned random people. Uh, the champion gets a bonus person. Champion's Joey. So Joey has four people total, three on the regular card, and then one woman in the Battle Royal. And if they win, you get a bonus point. If they lose, nothing happens. So going through here, Joey with his bonus ones. So he has the Hardy Family Office, the Young Bucks, Paul White, and Ruby Soho. Angelo has the Jurassic uh, Express, or yeah, Jurassic Express and Best Friends, uh, Christian Cage, and Ty Conti. Rob has Chris Statlander, CM Punk, and Thunder Rosa. Uh, Sam has Satoshi Kojima, the Lucha Brothers, and Jamie Hayter. Ryan has John Moxley, Miro, and Anna Jay. Jake has Britt Baker, Darby Allen, and Hikaru Shida. And I have Eddie Kingston, Kenny Omega, and Jade Cargill. So that is our prediction preview show for AW All Out. This weekend, we will have Ryan and Angela's Impact Power Hour up on the podcast feed. And Sunday night, Monday morning, we will have our review of AEW All Out. So thank you for joining us for the show. I hope you have a good weekend going into this. There's some wrestling to catch with New Japan. I know there's a bunch of GCW shows. Um, and then All Out, obviously, on Sunday. So hope everybody has a good weekend. We'll talk to you guys on whatever show you listen to next from us. Until then, adios. Bye. Bye.